You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast. Each episode, we speak to past staff and students about their memories of Reese Heath over the last hundred years. If you have some great memories to share, we would love to hear from you. Please complete the form at reeseheath100.com or call 01270 625 131. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Reese Heath 100 podcast. My name's Lizzie Parkin. I'm the Marketing and Communications Manager here at Reese Heath. And sharing the hosting duties with me is my colleague Susie Menlove, the Marketing and Recruitments Officer. Each episode, we'll be talking to members of our alumni network, including past students and members of staff. We welcome you to get in touch with us and we would love to interview you about your memories of Reese Heath. You can do that by popping onto our website, www.reeseheath100.com or sending us an email to alumni at reeseheath.ac.uk. Now I have the honour of kicking off with our first episode and speaking to our principal, Mr Marcus Clinton. I'm going to head over to the principal's office in the main hall and meet Marcus. So I'm sitting now in the principal's office and I'm talking to the sixth principal here at Reese Heath College, Marcus Clinton. Hello, Marcus. Hi, Liz. Good to see you. So, Marcus, you've been here three years, just over three years. So give us a, a bit of a snapshot of what, to, what Reese Heath College and the University Centre has to offer here. It's quite difficult to get a snapshot because <laughs> it is an amazing place and obviously at its heart we are a specialist land-based college, although of course we do some excellent work in uh, some other sectors supporting that around uh, construction and sport and business. A lot of our breadth is around land-based areas right through from foundation level to, to level three in further education and then into um, our university centre where we do right through to level six in most of the, the traditional land-based subjects that um, are at the heart of these colleges and will make them really special. Now you're embedded in the land-based sector yourself. Can I ask what attracted you to Reese Heath? I've, as you touched on, always worked in a land-based sector and I, I, I worked in land-based industries before I got into education side of it and had always seen Reese Heath from afar. I've worked in a number of land-based colleges and could see how Reese Heath was developing and always admired the work at Reese Heath and the journey um, it had been on. So when the opportunity came calling, it was something that you know, I had to really be excited about. And the more I investigated the, the college, I thought, wow, you know, this is, feels really quite something. And um, the, the Reese Heath spirit was very appealing. Sadly, there's not too many that have retained some of the, the 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 great range of activities and student events that are at the heart of land-based colleges and obviously and really define them and they're part of their DNA. So the fact that that Reese Heath really has still got that and it's very bright, vibrant was also incredibly appealing. So to be able to come to arguably one of, if not the best, you know, land-based college colleges in the country was. Uh, Obviously, you know, a very good opportunity. Good. So it was a, it was a well thought out decision. Now you're here, we and you're in your third year. We've had a year of turbulence with mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah. How have you found that? How do you feel that, that as a college we've managed? I think we've managed 
very, very well. It obviously has been very, very difficult. You really feel for our students and the disruption they've had, and they haven't had the full element now across two academic years of what we would normally be able to offer. That said, our staff have been absolutely incredible and amazing in their resilience and how they have adapted delivery and found solutions and given the students as much as we possibly can and got them through. So in the last academic year, and again this academic year, I think we'll be celebrating good, good strong success and those young people will be able to progress and that's absolutely fantastic despite all the challenges that we've had to face together. And, and also it has, going back to your last question, defines almost the essence of what RECES is about, the fact that we were able to come together and uh, see it through and, and, and get through all the challenges that we've faced. I think it's interesting that, that we're talking about the 100th year of RECES and we're celebrating 100 years, but I think the last uh, 18 months, two years are going to go down in history as well, isn't it? Well, it, it will. It's, it makes it even a bit more poignant, really, yeah. that in, in that in that centenary year we're, we're having to deal with this. I mean, there will, of course, have been some, um, you look back over that 100 years, and obviously that includes the war years and so on, but it would have been seismic as well. Yeah, yeah. But this in its own way has been absolutely unprecedented and... Uh, has been thrown up many challenges, but I think out of it will be lots of opportunities as well. So we have to try and take the positive and, and use it going forward. Most definitely. So you're, as I mentioned earlier, you're the sixth principal in 100 years. Yeah. That's that's incredible, isn't it? That is incredible, actually. And not so, I don't really thought about that too much. But when you really sit back and think about that, that is quite some statistic and uh, a real honour and privilege to be one of those six it's uh, fantastic actually kind of uh, if my maths is correct that means you need to do what 15 20 years <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see how things go but, but you know that's um it is it is a wonderful statistic definitely yeah. So we're in our celebrations. We are we're launching this podcast. You're our, our first guest on the Reseed 100 podcast. Our aim for this podcast is to produce 100 short uh, interviews with our alumni, yeah. um, both staff and students, uh, partners that we've worked with over the years. Yeah. What other things have we got to look forward to in the celebrations? Well, firstly, just to say just that exercise of listening and capturing all those stories and memories will be wonderful in itself. I've seen a few. And it, it, again, brings you back to the essence of what the college is. You know, it's wonderful to hear stories right back from the 1940s. Just have one this week, reflecting on their, on their memory of time here. And I think the events will further capture that. So that's what we want to try and weave into the spirit of the events, looking back. And, uh, you know, there'll be, unfortunately, some of these have been a bit delayed, but we will be able to get to them and um, some big showpiece events like the family festival mm. and we hope to do a, a centenary dinner all sorts of um, events in the local um, departments that we have we'll all we'll all celebrate that, that theme through the years and I think also look forward a bit as well brilliant yeah absolutely and that brings me nicely onto my last question looking forward to dare I say the next hundred years you can't you've not got a crystal ball but yeah. You know, over the next sort of three to ten years, what would you like to see happen here, and what are your predictions for th- land-based? I, th- I think we're in a, we're in a real moment, actually, and I, I, I always have a wry smile at that because I think all the people who sat in this office over the last hundred years, or, or the previous five principals, will probably have said the same thing: "Oh, we're going through this real period of change, and it's never been like it." 
and I'll be saying the same, you know, but there's a lot going on at the moment. And maybe, just maybe, there it's even more than normal. And there's a real moment going on in, in the support for FE and, and our high-level technical quals, because that's, I think, what we're seeing is a much more valuing of, of those routes. You know, you come through these um, technical routes at FE and HE level, mm-hmm. and the real value in doing that, just as valuable as doing a more traditional academic route to a, um, an academic degree, and that we actually need more of these technical. So I think you'll see that what's, what's exciting is that support manifesting itself in some amazing new facilities coming in you know real we use the phrase leading edge facilities that will be really respected by um, students and employers and I think more co-working some fantastic examples here at Reese's but ever more that partnership before between employers and research at the college innovation students getting involved all centered around some fantastic facilities that you know, we, we become that knowledge exchange hub, really, mm. and taking the college forward into that next 100 years on the wave of this innovation and uh, some fantastic work, I think, that, you know, we'll be doing over the next few years. So I think it's um, you know, wonderful to celebrate the 100. Lots of exciting stuff to look forward to in the next 100. Definitely exciting times. Marcus Clinton, thank you very much indeed for your time. Thank you for, for launching our VC 100 podcast. Thank you, and I look forward to listening to all the podcasts to come. It's going to be fascinating listening to all the memories, and uh, I can't wait. You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast, celebrating the centenary of Cheshire's leading land-based college. Each episode, we chat to students, staff, and college partners, past and present, about their memories of life at Reese Heath. Reese Heath, industry-focused, career-ready for 100 years.